Welcome to the Wealth with Purpose podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. Catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth with Purpose. G'day Alex, how are you? Ross, I am very well. Great to be back with you. It is always good to have you on board. We're diving into a brand new topic and we're looking at, well, the big question overall, is there another global financial crisis on the horizon? We've seen a lot going on in the last few weeks. Just give us a bit of an update of all the things happening in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, look, it's been uh, it's been an amazing couple of weeks. Um We've had uh, the collapse of a large bank in the U.S. called Silicon Valley Bank, mm-hmm. about the 16th largest bank in the U.S. And same week, two other banks also collapsed. So it all seemed to happen at once. The significance of this was probably more the size of it. Mm-hmm. And of course, it just had like it had something like $200 billion in deposits. So it was more, I think, captured people's attention just by the sheer size um, because in America, their banking system is quite different. They've got a lot of regional banks. There's probably about 5,000 odd regional banks. Right. Uh, and there are bank collapses from time to time. So it's not as unusual as what it would be seem like to an Australian. Mm. But then, of course, if you go over to Europe, we also had a massive uh, issue there where Credit Suisse... Now, Credit Suisse has been sort of teetering on the edge for quite some time. Right. And so... What seems to have happened here is that the government has stepped in before it's collapsed. So Credit Suisse never actually collapsed. Mm-hmm. And uh, effectively, they've stepped in and looks like a sort of a government-engineered merger with UBS, uh, which is their other large, massive bank. Uh, and these banks are very important because they're, they're globally systemic. I mean, these are very, very large organisations. Mm. And of course, the, really the significance of all of this happening in the US and Europe is, uh, you know, people are starting to ask the question, okay, well, well who's next? Now, yeah, is this going to be something uh, that we're going to see more of, like what we had in 2008? So it's, um, it's early days yet, though. These things tend to take months to play out as we see the... It's really due to the effect of the fastest... Uh, rising of interest rates that we've had in the Western world for Mm. such a long time. I mean, interest rates are rocketing up at a breathtaking pace. And of course, that's starting to have an impact on organisations, banks uh, and businesses. Of course, households too are feeling it as well. In fact, in Australia, the the big thing over the last sort of week or two has been, you know, we're starting to see the collapse of some very large construction Mm. companies. yeah, and so yeah, we're inter- as you know, I think as we've been talking about really over the past couple of months, we are heading into a more challenging season, one that we're probably perhaps not used to, seems a bit uncomfortable, but not unsurprising after 30 years of massive expansion in debt. Yeah, yeah interesting times ahead. Exactly. We're looking at the possibility of another global financial crisis, but we're breaking it down. And we were talking about banks in the last break. Alex, what is it that causes banks to get in trouble? Mm, well, look, there's two usual main factors that affect banks. Um, the first is a liquidity crisis, okay. and that's where banks can't meet deposit withdrawals. So imagine all of us, all of us, you know, everyone listening now, we all rock up to the same bank and we, mm. we turn up at the door and say, hey, give us back our money. 
Yeah. Um, but the money's not there. And the reason for that is banks, when they take out deposits, they lend it out. And of course, when they lend it out, they lend it out for very long periods. You mm. know, people have home loans for 30 years. So we use this expression that bank, banks lend long and borrow short. So mm. when you put your money in the bank, your kind of expectation is, hey, you can rock up to the bank and get it out instantly. But banks really work on a system of confidence. Uh, there's basically an expectation that none of us will all rock up at the same time and mm. try and get our money back. So this is what banks are built on. They all have this liquidity risk. And that applies to all banks, whether they're in trouble or not. It's the risk that everyone wants their money out at the same time. Mm. So that's the first one. The second one, and is really, in, in one sense, the one that you expect to happen first, and that is a solvency crisis. And this is where the banks start to get bad loans. And you know, so over the course of a business cycle, banks tend to often get more relaxed with their lending and they lend money perhaps to people or organizations that they shouldn't have. Mm. And then when the tougher times come, you know, recessions hit, those organizations start to go broke and they default on their debts. And if you get enough of those bad debts, then of course the bank can be at risk of going under. So they're the two big risks. Normally one precedes the other. So normally it's a solvency issue first, you know, mm. bad debts start to occur, yeah. which then makes people nervous about the bank and then you get the liquidity crisis. So what's interesting about what's gone on in America and Europe over the last weeks, it's actually been the reverse. It's been more about liquidity rather than solvency. There hasn't actually been that many bad debts uh, in America at this point, for example. But of course, you know, with the recession on the horizon, we'll start to see some of those come, come through. So it's mm. a kind of a watch this space, I think. But solvency and liquidity are the two big things uh, that we need to be mindful of when we think about banks. Yep, good information there. Well, we've got ourselves a bit concerned. Uh, are we facing another global financial crisis? We've looked at banks and uh, how they've there have been some collapses, and we've seen some here in Australia. Alex, is it going to be 2008 all over again? <laughs> well, look, it's, uh, it's the question on everybody's lips, I think, when it comes to talking about the banking sector. Um, and look, I guess my first comment here, and the Bible makes this point, is that you shouldn't listen to people who claim that they can predict the future, right? Mm. So whilst I love talking about these issues, um, you know, I don't have any, uh, you know, greater insight into the future than anybody else. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, in, in Australia, and we saw this with uh, COVID, you know, we, we live under the tyranny of experts these mm. days. Mm. Uh, but the reality is no one actually knows the future. In saying that, um, you know, there are some warning signs and the Bible actually gives us a lot of wisdom. The Bible, like in Proverbs, for example, it says a sensible man prepares for problems ahead and prepares to meet them. The simpleton never looks and suffers the consequences. So that's a, a really useful bit of wisdom, I think, from the Bible. Mm. And to add to that, particularly as we're talking about financial crises, uh, one of my favorites is from Ecclesiastes. It's chapter 11, verse 2, where it says, invest in seven ventures, yes, in eight, because you do not know what disaster may come upon the land. So when we sort of go back to then this idea, well, is there going to be another 2008 crisis? Well, it's difficult to say because, as I say, no one quite knows the, the real situation behind banks. Most people, when they put their money in a bank, they, they just expect that the bank is going to act responsibly and mm. the money will be there. Um, but ultimately, the way what all this is going to come down to is what is the regulatory response? 
The big difference between now and 2008 is a lot more strict rules were brought in on the banking sector and particularly in Australia. Australia's uh, banking uh, system uh, was, you know, if you like, tidied up through the GFC mm. and was more strongly regulated to make our banks more conservative. That doesn't mean there's no risks to the banks. I think there are still risks, but they're certainly uh, under stricter regulations than what they were back in 2008. Um, so I think at this point, I wouldn't be uh, certainly uh, being worried. And But all I'd say to people is think of those biblical principles. You know, look for problems ahead. You know, it looks to me, for example, like we're probably going to be heading into recession by early next year. Mm. And when you uh, consider that, that means that, you know, the economy will weaken, which will create opportunities. But it also means you need to diversify your money. So if you think about your investments, your super, you know, the Bible says to diversify. Don't put all your eggs in one basket mm. because that's the sort of thing that will catch you out in, uh, in more challenging times. That's so, right. yeah, there's a bit of uh, thoughts on on uh, on where this is all heading. But as I say, it's difficult to predict the future. Yeah, that's right. We will uh, continue this conversation next week because it is a big topic. Alex, if our listeners in the meantime want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Yeah, look, I'd say to them, jump on wealthwithpurpose.com. Uh, lots of great resources there. And some of the topics that you and I talk about, we get to have a, a chance to, to talk about in more detail through our blog posts and webinars and things like that. So people jump on jump onto our newsletter in particular at wealthwithpurpose.com. They'll find out a lot more information uh, and they'll be able to hopefully get blessed from uh, biblical wisdom Mm -hmm. along with uh, practical application of, of that wisdom. Alex, thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks, Ross. Thanks for tuning into the Wealth with Purpose podcast. For more great biblical wisdom and free resources, please visit www.wealthwithpurpose.com.